glad you guys want us to come back yeah well, so. hopefully, hopefully you're watching um so big shout out to everybody out there uh for tuning in and commenting on the videos we thank you for your support yes um remember to like and subscribe to this video on youtube um and on the other platforms um want to make sure that you get notified when we publish content make sure you hit the bell um uh, so you know uh when we publish some things and we'll just kind of try to keep coming at you with the. Uh, Good vibes and good stuff, right? And good stuff, exactly. So one quick shout-out. Shout-out to Crafts by A.V. Clark. Crafts by A.V. Clark, they make uh, beads and custom jewelry that we're both wearing today. Yes. So make sure you go to uh, Facebook. They have a page, Crafts by A.V. Clark, and get your custom beads and jewelry designs. Um, very, very reasonably priced, but some very, very creative items. Make sure you do that. Listen, they also um, make baskets. You know, they do cookies. They do cakes. I mean, this is like a all-around, let me see, do everything type of couple. <laughs> they they do. They they do everything. Uh, they any, do. They're very creative. They're right? very so, creative. So whether it's your custom confectionery items or uh, your jewelry and things like that, they have a creative mind. Yes, so absolutely. Reach out to Crafts by A.B. Clark. So we got a big episode for y'all today. We're going to dig more into this whole transitions yes, thing. Yes, yes. I feel like, you know, next, so when you see us the next time, we're going to transition seats. Like maybe, you know, yeah, like we, I'll sit in, yeah, we just like change sides. Because <laughs> that's really what transition <laughs> is. Transition is I'm no longer in the same space that I was in. So maybe next week, you know, when we do it, you know, maybe we could, maybe we could like change spaces or maybe something. Maybe we'll change spaces or something like that. Or we'll do it with the phone long way or exactly. something like that. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you know, just something different, right, you know. Right. <laughs> that's just me being silly, but... <laughs> So this episode this week is about everyone has a plan until. 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 It was I think Mike, everybody can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Mike yeah. Tyson that says everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Yeah. And when you're in transition, what happens is sometimes stuff just does not go the way you expected. And sometimes exactly. even you think, man, was this really the plan of God for our marriage, for our life, or for this situation. Right. So the episode today, we're going to go over a few points to talk a little bit about everyone has a plan until we have four steps we that do. we're going to go through or that we believe are four critical steps to any marriage. So what are those steps? There are four steps. There's recovery, reassess, to recognize the real goal and to be able to rebound. Yeah. Write that down. Recovery, reassess, reassess. recognize the real goal and then rebound. All right? So let's get into it. What does recovery look like? We're going through a situation. We think we know what we're supposed to be doing. We believe we've heard from God, and all of a sudden, bam, something negative happens, some unforeseen event, something we just didn't count on that just knocks us off our square. I like the example that you used with Mike Tyson. It's like, you know, everything seems to be going fine until you get hit in the mouth. And so when you think about, like I say, even two people fighting in a ring. And so then when your bell gets rung, you know, <laughs> everything stops. The The whole fight stops. Mm -hmm. And then the ref comes over. And that's your recovery period. Yeah. You know, you land on the ground like, okay, I'm seeing stars. I'm seeing all this other kind of stuff happening yeah, to me. Yeah. But then he's counting. He's yeah. like, one, two, you know, and so and if you can get up before he gets to 10, then he's like, but then he also comes over and he says, are you OK? Do yeah. you, are you sure you still want to go forward? And so you have the option to say, 
yes or no. In your mind, you might be thinking, oh, my God, I need for the bell to ring. But I really think that was a good example, because once again, when something happens that's that's unexpected, we need a recovery period. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And, you know, the thing about recovery is, you know, even with that, that what you just described, sometimes we can get into a scuffle or whatever, and everybody's selling the big wolf tickets about what they're going to do, and you better not, and all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you get into the actual scuffle, and your opponent actually connects really good. Yeah. And it may not knock you out, but for a second, you're like, that hurt. You see a star. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah. This guy hits really hard and in your mind, <laughs> you know, right. and you try not to show it. But in your right. mind, and you're like, tears. yeah, yeah. You're trying to hold no. back the tear that's coming back. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, you don't want to sniffle. Right. You yeah. don't want to. You know, and, and so, man, that hurt. He hits really hard. And so now I've really got to go into a place of do I fight or do I just not want to get hit again? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah. which, which are two fundamentally different strategies, right? Not yeah. getting hit is much different than fighting. Yeah. So part of recovery, right? You take that hit, stepping back and saying, okay, I need to shake that off yeah. or else I'm not going to be able to move forward. And what does that look like in marriage? Yeah. You know, you know so in marriage... We get into a situation, it may be that the situation hits and we just need some time to shake it off. Yeah. Yeah. And what that may look like for a couple. We are going through a situation and it may not fit everybody. It may not be financially feasible or whatever, but whatever that may look like for you to have that shake it off time. You know, it may be we go through a situation, you know what, babe, let's let's go grab an ice cream. <laughs> you yeah. know, let's let's go sit at the lake and watch some ducks. Let's yeah. let Let's do something um, that that gives us some time to sort of rebound from this because it's emotionally, physically, spiritually taxing. And I'm not in a place where I can think clearly. I can't decide whether I want to run or fight at this point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I like what you said, that it's both physical, it's emotional and it's spiritual, that you do need that recovery time, especially when you feel like, okay, we did everything we were supposed to do. We're following God's plan. And then, like you said, now I got hit. You know, there's something that's literally stopped me in my tracks in this moment. And so now I do. I have to recover in all three of those areas. And and that might and that recovery might look different mm-hmm. in all three of those areas. So once again, I feel like the danger of not giving yourself room to recover um, is now when you try to go back and do it again you still don't have all the information that you need. And you're reacting out of your immediate pain. Once again, you get hit in the mouth. You know, your first decision is not necessarily fight or or find your opponent's weaknesses. Your first decision now is like, I don't want to get hit in the mouth again. Exactly. (laughs) And, And so your whole game may change when the opponent may have just got one good shot. That may have been the best shot they had in their arsenal, right? right. You don't know that. That may be all they had. But because now you're in a place of fear, um, you're now going to change your entire strategy. Once again, change what God has said to us about what we're supposed to be doing uh, just because we've experienced a Yeah, And setback. let's just be honest, we all do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like you said, nobody wants to go back into a situation that they feel has been extremely painful. Yeah. You know, your first, that's just our first instinct, I think, just as people. You know, you're like, okay, I I definitely don't want to get back in there 
right yeah. away. Yeah. We have to give our spouses the room. We all have separate ways of recovery, yeah. right? So when you're in a when you're by yourself, everybody may want to go to their corners and recover on their own, but when we're together, we have to figure out what recovery looks like for both of us, right? Yeah. And we may be on different timelines uh, in terms of our ability to get right. back into the fight. And it's so funny, like I said, this going I promise you this is going to be my last fight. Um, <laughs> right, we're talking about fight. We did not fight right, last night. Y'all think we talking about this fight. This is going to be my last no. fight analogy. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm like reminded of like Muhammad Ali, you know, like when they were fighting and he'd always do the rope-a-dope, you yeah, know. Yeah, and to yeah. me, that was that was a recovery method. And I think both people liked it because they were just kind of hugging, you know, like on the ropes when they're hugging each other, whatever, mm-hmm. walking around, because now they both can get a breather <laughs> on, <laughs> yeah. on whatever's going on. Right. Because fighting... You know, when you get hit like that, like you said, it's like, okay, now I just need that moment to breathe. Yeah. You know, and the thing we talked about earlier today was like even having a baby. Yeah. You know, it's it when we think about God's design, it's like there's a reason why, like you said, you get a minute between contractions. Mm-hmm. You know, because you need to have that recovery time. You know, so I feel like if God can naturally create our bodies to give us a recovery time, even when we're bringing forth the new plan that he has for our lives. He's like, okay, you need, you need a minute to just stop and breathe and then to be able to figure out, okay, now how do we get back in there? So after recovery, you know, what's the next step? To reassess. What does reassessment look like? Uh, that's, that's a good question because I think once again, it looks different for each couple. I think for some couples, like you said, if we're ready to throw in the towel, then the other spouse is going to have to be able to say, well, we still have to follow God's plan. Mm-hmm. So now we just have to rethink some things. So when I think about reassessing, I think about, okay, let's talk about what went right, mm-hmm. what went wrong, mm-hmm. and what was completely out of our control. Yeah, Because absolutely. some things are completely out of our control. Yeah, yeah. Some some things we had indicators that things yeah. were going to happen and we may not have seen them. And in other cases, they're just unforeseen. The Bible tells us about unforeseen events happening to us. That's yeah. part of the Christian walk. So so don't believe that everything that happens to you is predictable. Is It's actually, you know, so it, they're just those things. But um, when it comes to how we consider things, there's a place for both faith and preparation. Absolutely. You know, there's a place for both faith and caution, yeah. right? Um, so both things can coexist. So to me, uh, if I were to use a basketball example, um, a good rebounder, and I'm not a basketball player, so those of y'all that are about to criticize me about my size and basketball, I'm not a hooper, right? But I do know this. I know hooping strategy, right? And if you're a good rebounder, a good rebounder has studied a lot of things before he gets ready to rebound the ball. He understands how the ball bounces. He understands how it deflects off the backboard, how it bounces off the rim at different angles. Mm-hmm. And he's watching the shooter as they're approaching the basket based upon whatever type of shooting side is going to be. Is going to be a layup? Is it going to be a jumper? Is it going to be whatever? And he understands based upon the arc of that ball and the trajectory or whatever, where it's likely to go, right? So that whole time he gets that ball after it comes down. Now he has to decide, is there an immediate opportunity for me to fast break it out? Do I have to kick it out to slow the pace down? Do I immediately go up for another? What what do I do? I have to figure out the environment around me. Am I surrounded by players that are trying to rough me up? <laughs> you know, do I have to find other relief in other places? But if he were to immediately act, he might put himself in a worse situation just by reacting versus stopping and reassessing where he is on his court, mm-hmm. where the opponents are, where he is, and what his options are at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so even when I think about that as couples, like I said, part of the reassess is it's not just with me and you, because mm-hmm. like you said, there is there does have to be some dialogue 
between couples about what needs to happen. But I also think sometimes, too, that dialogue can be with other people, mm-hmm. you know, so you, you have to be able to come outside of yourselves sometimes and say, OK, you know what, let let's now kind of loop in some people that we trust to kind of figure out, OK, how do we how do we now keep the how do we keep the train moving? towards where we know God, God wants us to go. So for some people that could be, you know, therapy, some people that could just be a pastor, a phone call to a couple that you, that you trust to say, Hey, this is where we are. This is what happened. We're just trying to figure out, okay, how do we, how do we keep going? Because somebody wants to stop, but we know that's not an option, but how do we, how do we keep going? And so even out of that conversation, it could be, hey, we're just going to pray for you guys, yeah. you know, because if, if you guys really believe that this is the plan of God for your lives, then we can pray for you guys. Yeah. We can be your accountability partners in prayer. Yeah, let's be real. Uh, when stuff goes wrong, the last thing we want to do is talk about it. Exactly. It's very hard to it's talk about It's very hard to talk about it's it. It's very hard to not take what went wrong personally, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Um, because when we see something go bad, many of us, especially those in the faith, look to say, where did I contribute mm-hmm. to that? Some of us that still being delivered, <laughs> looking at our spouses and say, that would have went right if you had to adjust, yeah. you know? <laughs> you, know, it's yeah, still, yeah. you know, we still, if you hadn't have done so-and-so, we'd be all right, right? Mm-hmm. Some of us are still in that place, right? Legitimately or not. And so now, how do we get to a place where we could talk about what happened without casting blame? In the corporate world, it says we attack situations, we attack circumstances and not people. Yeah. You know, so how do we get to a place where we can talk about reassessment uh, and, and we have to get to a place where we can talk about reassessment without necessarily implicating individuals. You know, yeah, we all have a role. But once again, this is going to feed into our next point. If we're really focused on the real goal, it's not about hurting or even correcting the other person. It's about getting our situation so that we can now charge towards this goal that God has given us. Right. And so I like what you're saying about the real goal. So um, I'm a teacher. And so part of so we test the kids in reading and in math three times a year. So for some might think, oh, that's a lot, but that's the whole reassessment process. Why? Because the real goal is to make sure that they're making progress, that they that they really are reading, that they really do understand um, a math concepts. And so that's the only way that we get to know whether or not they're getting it is by continually reassessing what they're doing. If they start in the fifth grade, we want to make sure that by the time they're done, they can read at a sixth grade level. Mm-hmm. They can they can do math at a sixth grade level. And if they can't, then we put um, mechanisms in place. We give them help to try to get them to the place that by the time they're done at the beginning of the year um, to say, OK, maybe you need help. Yeah. So now we're giving you the extra help. And so that's what I was meaning about, like you said, when when we're reassessing, mm-hmm. we may need the extra help yeah. because the extra help will always bring us back to recognizing what what the real goal is. That should be the question. And say, well, what do you guys want to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that should be the conversation that we're having with whoever is whoever we're kind of looping in to to help us. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's do a hypothetical scenario. You know, say, for instance, we're planning a large party to celebrate our 50th anniversary together, right? Come on, Jesus, you can do it. Yeah, we're planning a large event, (laughs) right? And all of a sudden, in the course of us planning, the caterer calls and says, I won't be able to do your event. 
you know, two days before the two event. Two days so, before. So the caterer calls and does that. And then the venue says, oh, we're sorry, we overbooked. You know, we're not going to be able to fit your entire party. And then the DJ calls and says, oh, man, you know, I lost a speaker. Uh, and so all these things happen. Right. So now we, we're hit. Right. We're mad. We're frustrated. We had a vision for what this thing was supposed to be. We, we wanted all our friends and family. Mm-hmm. And, and so now we have to step back and say, what's the real goal? Is the real goal for us to have a party or is the real goal for us to celebrate 50 years together? Yeah. Right. Is the real goal to have this event or is the real goal celebrating what God has done yeah, to keep good. two people yeah. together for 50 years, yeah. right? And yeah. so stepping back and recognizing the real goal doesn't mean you don't be frustrated, doesn't mean that, but w- well, once again, let's not sacrifice the real goal based upon being hit in the mouth, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, we had a plan, we got hit in the mouth. We're still going to honor God for 50 years, yeah. <laughs> you know? And what I love about what you're saying is, like I said, even in that example, you still, it's almost like the first two steps bring you to the place of recognizing the real goal. Yes. Because once all that stuff happens, you still need a recovery period because yep. like you said, now I'm mad, I'm frustrated. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Now we have to reassess. Now what do we do? You know, if we can't make it work, what's the real goal? The real goal is for us to just celebrate us being married for 50 years. Then we can go out to dinner or <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah. could just figure something else out on a smaller scale. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and, and so... You know, in the emotion of being hit, you know, just recognize that we can naturally create anxiety for ourselves. Absolutely. We can create linkages that aren't there. Because yeah, once again, I'm the queen of that. Yeah. So, so, that. so once again, with this analogy of this 50th anniversary party, we've linked our happiness yeah. to the party, the DJ, the caterer. We have. When it's yeah. like, okay, God That's has done good. a much greater thing by yeah. keeping two people together. For that long. Yeah. <laughs> so the party is just an event. Yeah. You know, the celebration is the marriage, mm-hmm. right? And so some may be even going through situations that are more serious than that in their houses. Maybe it's we're trying to get a home. Yeah. Or maybe we're on some sort of journey where God has us, has given us a goal to do something. Mm-hmm. And along that path, something happens. Something happens. <laughs> yeah, something happens, right? So we can say, okay, well, you know, if the idea was for us to open up a church and open up a ministry, then why aren't I able to get the church and why aren't I able to get the pews in and why isn't the sound system? Well, wait, God said for you to do ministry, right? Whether that's to a few people in your home yeah. or at the nursing home, you don't necessarily have to have a building, but you know, it's one of these things, well, what's the real goal? Is the real goal to have a structure? Yeah. <laughs> or is the real goal to do ministry, yeah. right? Is the real goal to have a live stream and an audience or is it to change people's lives? Yeah. And as long as I'm in a venue where I can change people's lives, I think I can stand before God and he's going to say, okay, you did, you did what I asked you, what to, I asked you to do yeah. with what you had. And that's really what, to me, that's the end game. That's yeah. the rebound game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because if I can't get to the rebound, the rebound says, you know what? I'm going to try it again. You know, it didn't work. It wasn't as smooth as I thought it was going to be. You know, things didn't work out the way I thought, which is life anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, but once again, it's like, do I just throw the baby out with the bathwater or do I or do I rebound? So to me, rebounding is getting back in the game, saying I have to get I, I have to score. Yeah, I have to get I have to at least get the ball to go into the basket. Right. Okay. 
And and we got to be on one accord about yeah, we it, do. right? After we do. we've gone through the recovery, we've reassessed. Now we're linked back up. We got our arms joined up. Yes. It's like, all right, we're about to go in here and we're about to do this again. Yes. Yeah, we got punched in the mouth, but I'm good. <laughs> you know, yes. a little blood right here, but but I'm good. We're going to yeah. go in again and, and, and we're going to fight. We're not just going to avoid punches. We're not just going to avoid attacks. We're really going to go in here and we're going to do what God said. And if it doesn't work completely out, we're going to try again. We're going to try again. <laughs> because what God said is still true. Yeah. And I also think, just want to go back to that recognizing the real goal. I think something, like you said, that whole pullback please and recognizing is that we realize that, hey, wait a minute, we actually did, we did part of what God wanted us to do. It wasn't like, oh my God, everything didn't go right. Right. You know, but it's not until you really do the whole step back because I think even with a rebound like I said I'm not a basketball person either we keep we keep talking about all these sports that neither one of us are proficient in we're gonna get chopped up (laughs) right folks neither one of us are proficient in this yeah we but I just have to imagine that like you said when you get ready to take the rebound you still got to kind of look around to see Mm -hmm. like what's around you can Mm -hmm. I take the shot you know should I pass it off to somebody else because maybe it's not Maybe it's not for me to make the rebound. Right. I made the rebound because I caught the ball. Right. But I also haven't lost sight of the real goal of scoring. Yeah. And so it may not be me who has to score. So I still have to look around to my other four teammates yeah. and to be able to figure out, okay, whoever's closest to the basket, yeah. maybe they should be the one. Whoever has the to best opportunity the to score. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. real talk right there. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. like you said, who has the best opportunity to score, you know, and sometimes we think it's just two of us that have the best opportunity Mm -hmm. to score Mm -hmm. when really God might be saying, okay, um, you need some other people to help you score, you know, and we got to be okay as couples to say, to be open to that. Because like you said, sometimes we just want to be, like you said, we don't want to tell nobody we messed it up or whatever. But like you said, we got to be okay with God saying, okay, you're going to need somebody to come in and help you to rebound. So, yeah. So it's all about the rebound. It's all about, all the, about rebound the rebound. Today. You got to get back in there and you got to do it again. Yeah. But, so that's what we have for you today, Safe House family. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know we enjoyed we putting enjoyed it together. It. Yeah. These messages, I hope you learned from, but we definitely learned from. Yeah. And uh, we want to make sure that everyone out there uh, feels that they have, they can call us, feel free to reach out to us, follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Safe in the House. Um, you can see us on YouTube. Um, also, you can follow up with us directly via DM. If you're looking for that third party as you're trying to reassess, we are more than happy to fulfill that role for you. But even if it's not us, just make sure you have someone in your life mm-hmm. uh, that you can lean into uh, that can be that independent third godly voice that you can trust uh, to give you spiritual insight uh, for when you may be a little bit blind. And also, as you're commenting on the video, let us know which point resonated with you you know whether it was the recovery process the reassessment recognizing the real goal or the rebound you know like i said just let us know which one you know really resonated with you cool that's it safe house we love you we love you out of here we out of here peace Peace. (laughs) oh she she did it this week (laughs) i said i was (laughs)